Welcome to the Gather Houston podcast. We are a Christian community practicing the way of Jesus in all parts of life and for the good of all people. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace, my Gather family. Uh, my name is Andre. I'm one of the pastors here. Whether this is your first time watching uh, or you've been watching consistently, uh, welcome. I'm grateful to be with you. And I'm grateful that you're here. Uh, welcome to the second Sunday of Lent. Uh, as we've had a couple friends come in these last few weeks, friends of our community, Adam did really well in explaining uh, what kind of this season of Lent is. And we will remind you all the way up to Easter that Lent is a season of journey, season of reflection and introspection to the deepest, most beautiful parts, maybe frustrating parts of our humanity that the global church takes. And whether we believe it or not, all of us need this journey. We all need moments to detox from the rhythms of busyness and distraction and move into a moment of reflection about like how far, look at how far we've come. Maybe that's uh, your word for today or your phrase for today. Look at how far you've come. In a moment, maybe to acknowledge grief or trauma or accomplishments or limitations and celebrations relationships and the experiences that make all of who you are as a person. See, our Lenten journey is to move from love or from fear to love as a church. Today we're moving from fear because fear sees comparison and love sees you. Dan Islander says it like this. So we grow up in a sea of stories told in a way that fits what we want others to know about Stories told in most families are a kind of propaganda. And the tragedy is often these stories are simply a form of disinformation. But our families name us without knowing the consequences. So our life is a journey to discover our true name. Though sadly, many of us never choose to begin that search. Maybe for you, this Lenten journey to lead you out of living into a story that you have been told or a lie that you have been told that has stuck with you. This story has crafted your worst fears, your way of seeing yourself and others and God. Maybe this journey through Lent can be a one of restoring for you. The story of Zacchaeus maybe can help us with this idea story goes like this. Jesus entered Jericho, was passing through, and a man by the name of Zacchaeus, he was a chief tax collector and was very wealthy. And he wanted to see who Jesus was. But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and he climbed up a sycamore fig tree to see him. Since Jesus was coming that way, when Jesus reached that spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this began to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. Zacchaeus stood up, said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give all or half of my possessions to the poor. 
If I've cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation, salvation has come to, to this house. Because this man, too, is the son of Abraham. The son of man can seek and save the lost. So let's start off with a couple observations. So Zacchaeus is a chief tax collector and he's very wealthy. Uh, in this time, tax collectors were not looked at. Uh, it wasn't looked at as a noble role. And you were closely connected to the government, and you were probably skimming money off the top and making money. And people did not like tax collectors. I don't know if maybe you're the person uh, who enjoys putting your numbers in TurboTax and getting your taxes back, and maybe you owe money, maybe you get money back. I don't know if this is your most exciting time of the year. Maybe it is. Uh, but at this moment in time, this was not exciting. Nobody was a fan of Zacchaeus. So I'm sorry if you get offended, okay? And then also it says uh, he was short. Couldn't see over the crowd. I don't know why the scriptures go out of the way to let people know he was short, okay? Uh, it could be many things. Uh, some people have said maybe it's a metaphorical idea. Maybe it's something that... Uh, Maybe just an ailment or, or, or maybe something where he uh, had insecurity with. But it goes out of its way to mention that he was short. I guess maybe it's just to make sense that a grown man would climb into a tree. I don't know. But then this idea that he did climb into a tree was very interesting to me as I read the scripture. Because maybe he was climbing in this tree. To see but not be seen. And it's interesting the moment uh, that Jesus engages Zacchaeus. The moment that Jesus says, Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. And I don't know if Jesus was like, Zacchaeus, what are you doing in the tree? Or Jesus saw what was going on. It's a grown man that was hiding. Maybe that was the moment that the lie that Zacchaeus brought about his life, the story he was living into, that was the moment that the story changed. The moment where Zacchaeus was no longer living into the story or the lie that he was a thief. He was a sellout. Instead, he heard the voice of love through Jesus say his name and say Zacchaeus beloved I see you I know you and I love you I must come stay with you and even though we don't see it I bet Zacchaeus was apprehensive toward Jesus inviting himself over to stay right that's weird and maybe it's just like just because you're the anointed does not mean you could just invite yourself over Jesus I like to think that maybe this was the moment when Zacchaeus accepted the invitation of Jesus inviting himself. That that was the end of one journey, one story for Zacchaeus and the beginning of another. In the beginning of another where the voice of love is louder than the voice of comparison. Louder than the voice that says, probably for Zacchaeus, I need to prove myself to these people. I want to be a part of this community. 
first I need to do something great to be loved. Maybe he was like, I would never be loved before. And maybe he sees that I am loved. A journey where the voice of love is louder than the voice that says, I'm too far gone. Not good enough. They're all better than me. They deserve more love than I do. One where the phrase, beloved, is on repeat. It's gathered. I want you to know the day that if you don't uh, hear anything else today, I want you to hear this. That who you are is the best person that you can be. All of who you are is accepted in not only this community, but in Jesus. And Jesus, by telling Zacchaeus to come down from this tree, did in one moment what I hope this Lenten season can do for us. That it can call us down from our trees. See, our trees are where we can only show or choose to show the best parts of us, or maybe not be seen at all. Maybe our trees can shield us. Maybe our trees are a space where we allow the noise to distract us from the deafening silence of our thoughts. See, the voice of comparison leads us to meticulously craft false selves in fear of being found out. False selves that might give us life for a time But keeping up the facade becomes tiring, anxiety-ridden, and numbing. So much so that in your relationships with your friends, your partner, with God, the facade shows up. And in those moments, I I hope that we hear the same words as Zacchaeus heard and and maybe the words through the action uh, of Jesus. We hear our name called in the moments where we're tempted to climb back in our trees, the tender, not shaming nor belittling words of Jesus might call our name. He said, beloved, I see you, I know you, I love you. These words are more like a friend that you might have dinner with or coffee with or lunch with that looks you in the eye. You know this friend. And, and they ask you the, the, the question, Is everything okay? You look this friend in the eye and they look you in the eye. And maybe in that split second moment, your temptation is to climb back in your tree. Shield yourself from vulnerability. And I pray that in this season, that when Jesus says, come down from that tree, or that friend says, is everything okay? That we wouldn't hide. That we would see this is a safe space for you. And as Zacchaeus saw that Jesus is a safe space for him. And that love sees us. And that Jesus is saying, my love is with you, beloved. The late Thich Nhat Hanh says this, To be beautiful means to be yourself. 
You don't need to be accepted by others. You need to accept yourself. See, fear tells us to see but not be seen. To climb up in the tree in order to observe from the outside. Much like Jesus did for Zacchaeus, love calls our name. Love sees us. And the invitation is to come down from your trees, gather community. To do more than just see, but be truly seen. Maybe for you this week, it's to repeat the truth that all of you is already accepted. Every part of who you are is already accepted, loved and seen by the divine. Maybe your journey is to accept your acceptance. And maybe for you on this journey, it's naming the times where you feel everyone else is better. That you find yourself in the spiral of comparison trying to figure out how these people are so perfect and you're not, that you need to catch up, that I need to be more like them. I figured in this journey of comparison or in my life where I've compared, I've always come away with these steps of, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need, I need, I need to, I need to, I need to. And I would say that phrase, I need to, is you turning down the volume on the voice that says, you already are. You already are. And as we close, I was reading this meditation and I thought I would just share a summary with you how helpful it was for me. That's about a Japanese gardening technique called open center pruning. And this gardening technique was not only responsible for the structural or sculptural appeal of trees, but also for the uncluttered space and serenity in the garden as a whole. Maybe you're like, where is this going? I promise it's going somewhere. When this Japanese gardener prunes open, they cut away not only dead branches and foliage, but also often a number of perfectly healthy branches that detract from the beauty inherent in the tree's essential structure. Pruning open allows the visitor to see up, out, and beyond the trees to the sky, creating a sense of spaciousness, letting light into the garden. It enables an individual tree to flourish by removing complicating elements, simplifying its structure, revealing its essence. The process of pruning open turns the tree kind of inside out, so to speak, revealing the beautiful design inherent with it. See, the truth is that God does not wish for us to stand like a stubborn tree in autumn, cloaked in a facade of protection, our truest and most authentic selves obscured beneath a tangled bramble of false security. Rather, God desires us to live like the tree where our true essence is revealed, flourishing. Our true self, front and center, secure and thriving. See, God, God yearns for us to live wholeheartedly, truthfully, as unique, beautiful, 
beloved individuals God created us to be. Most of all, God's deepest desire is for us to know God, to root ourselves in God like a tree rooted by a stream, to know God's deep abiding love for us. See, God invites us into this intimate relationship so that we may live more compassionately, intimately with those around us. Gather as we close. This is my prayer for us today. That we would find the courage to journey in this season. Tune our ear to the voice of love. Hear the tender words that you are my beloved. That we wouldn't find ourselves saying in the season, I just need to, I need to, I need to. That we would hear the voice of love saying you already are. That we would trust through the good and bad days that the divine is with us, loves us, and sees us. That we would hear the voice of love that calls your name says, come down from that tree. That we would push away false security, the idea of seeing but not be seen. Gather, you are good, you are loved, you are seen. You don't need to because you already are. I'll speak to you soon. Peace. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in Gather, check out our website at gatherhouston.org or visit us on Sunday at 10 a.m.